joining us for this episode of Tonic Talks. Today I've been joined by Gary and we're going to talk all about hotels and thinking beyond RevPAR. Rosie, thanks for that. Do you know what really annoys me about hoteliers in general? What? They never seem to be able to think beyond the RevPAR discussion. Hmm. And I'm wondering whether now's the right time to introduce some sort of idea, albeit crazy, that there's more opportunities in their spaces to develop other ideas for generating revenue, not just in their traditional methods like rooms and and F&B and everything else. And actually, efficiency of space seems to be ignored. What do you think? It's a really valid point. I mean, I quite often think about the fact that as you quite rightly said, there's such a focus on RevPAR and that focus is on money that you make from rooms and F&B. But what about everything else? So, you know, you think hotels are in prime locations. It's not just the people that come and stay in them that bring revenue. It's the person walking by every day. It's the the person that pops in to get their coffee, it's the guy that comes in to meet his friend who's staying there, whoever it might be. There's so many different audiences that need hotels for different reasons. Yeah. So, so they need to think differently. So it's a it's you know, it's a classic sort of the big hotel groups mainly, I guess, just sitting on their hands and doing what they know. Whereas I think if you look at hotel trends, in fact, if you look at property trends over the last few years, it's all been, a, you know, the, the new words or the new buzzwords are all about collaboration and, and maximising, you know, the use of spaces and all that sort of thing. And as a designer, I think we're missing, we'd be missing a trick to design in the traditional way. So, for example, what do we know about hotel restaurants? We know that they're empty for 70% of the day. Yeah. We know that they're big because they have to be, because obviously what they're doing is they're working to to the peaks of the occupancy. But what about, you know, what about the downtimes? What could we do? How can we design hotel restaurants in a different way? How can we design hotel lobbies in a different way? Because, again, you know, for 80% of the day, they're empty. And the problem with them being empty is empty spaces are boring. They are. I mean, going back to what you said about, you know, the lobby, it's used to check in, to check out and to get your information. Well, like, technology has taken over a lot of that now. So the hotel lobby being full of people with queues checking in is no longer a thing, is it? So it's empty. So let me give you a classic story about hotel lobbies and reception check-in. So... We've, we've worked on lots of hotels, as, as you know, and we're always told the reception desk is a real focal point. So we spend tens of thousands of pounds designing reception desks. And one particular reception desk that we designed was an amazing piece of sculpture. Uh, but nobody ever uses it now because what, what guests do is they walk in and they're greeted in the lobby by hotel reception staff with an iPad and they sat down, they're given a drink. They never it. get anywhere near yeah. the reception desk. Yeah. So why do we need a reception desk? I think it's about changing the mindset though, isn't it? Because if if you think hoteliers think, okay, lobby, reception desk, because I need somewhere to put the printer and to put the key cards and to to focus on the operational side of it rather than transitioning that operations to something more flexible and portable and 
something that's behind a door that you don't necessarily need to see. It's about changing that mindset. So if hotel operators really are that obsessed with revenue, why don't they think like this? I think you do see some hotels have done some really innovative and creative things, but the hotel market is saturated. So for one new and exciting thing that one hotel does, everyone else is doing what they've always done. I always think what makes a person choose one hotel or the next one? What's going to make that decision for them? Is it going to be this traditional, beautiful hotel that gives me that standard experience that I can get anywhere else? Or is it that one that's going to give me this out-of-this-world opportunity? So, look, that's a really good point. Particularly in the cities, hotels, you know, hotel availability is reaching saturation. So if if that saturation point's being reached, then differentiation is a key. Yeah. And people, why do people choose hotels? I suspect that the reason that hotel operators don't think like that is because they're frightened of alienating their core customer. Mm. And some of the bigger brands, probably, if you asked them who their core customer were, were, they would probably say pretty much everybody, right? I know they wouldn't say that. but I uh, But the reality <laughs> is that... That what they really mean by alienating our core customer is we don't want to alienate anybody. But, but then we have to think of uh, the sort of the younger generation, the Gen Z or the Gen Z mindset that that are seeking these new and unique experiences. And if you look at who the majority of the workforce are right now, or who are are going to be the majority of the workforce, the people that are travelling for business, etc., it's people in their 20s and 30s who do not want that stuffy experience actually they want to go away and feel like they've escaped they want to have the opportunity to work from a super cool lobby and there's some brands that are doing that amazingly well and but there's a lot that aren't yeah so i think that you know that sort of deals with the hotel offer and how that needs to differentiate But I think there are different layers to this conversation. One is around the offer. One is about how the offers differentiate to the different socioeconomic groups or age groups. The next piece uh, of sort of conversation we should be having is about collaboration and, and how we can activate those spaces in the hotels that are currently underutilized to somehow introduce... Uh, relevant other brands or relevant other offers or relevant other partners um, bring those into the into the group to the benefit of the guests and to the benefit of the hotel and I don't think that's done very often I think it's done hotels do it in a small way um, sometimes in things like um, the sort of bathroom goods and cosmetics and that sort of yeah. stuff in bathrooms but they don't do that much that much more and I think there's definite opportunities for additional revenue generation from partnering in all parts of hotels with relevant brands relevant brands and relevant partners i completely agree and i think it's looking outside the box it's not just partnering to fill that shelf in the lobby or to partner to bring a new beverage brand into the bar it's actually thinking of every square meter of space so the guest corridors for example every guest walks along a corridor 
So that corridor is an opportunity for the local artists to hang their paintings on the wall and sell them to those guests. Those guests feel like they're taking a piece of that location home with them. That small business is getting the opportunity to showcase their product to a much wider audience. It's all about community building, supporting SMEs in spaces that have got a large footfall. Yes, I, I th- love that idea. I do, I do too, but I, and I also think that the whole collaboration piece works both ways. So it works as a benefit to the, the venue, let's call it a venue, by collaborating with people that know, bet, know how to better access the marketplace that they're trying to get to. And then I think there's a benefit to the brand of being associated with um, you know, a hotel brand or, a, or a, a space, again, a venue, that can get them close to their target audience. Yeah. So that all makes perfect sense. So we've dealt with sort of revenue sharing, we've dealt with collaboration and we de- we've dealt with bringing in new brands into the uh, into the space all of which can have an impact on that revenue. What about space configuration though? I think that's a massive opportunity isn't it? I'll never forget a hotel that I, I worked with once um, and discovering that this hotel had an empty swimming pool in the basement and a dance studio full of rubbish basically full of storage and I just thought you know that's such an opportunity for a hotel in a prime central London location to partner to actually bring that space to life again elevate their offering bring in a third party there must be so many hotels like that within city centre hotels that have got disused space or space not being used for the right purposes yeah I couldn't agree more and I think it's not just hotels, is it? We're being asked time and time and time again to look at how spaces can be used more efficiently. Yeah. And Workplace it, is happening in a lot at the moment, isn't it? Yeah, I think work, workplace, I think... Workplace in particular, the sort of non-core elements of workspace. Mm-hmm. And a lot of this is a hang-up from, COVID, from COVID yeah. where, where, you know, it's difficult to get people back into the office. People yeah. don't want to go back to the office. There's a... People prefer working from home, not all the time, but some of the time. Or should I say people don't want to travel every day? It's more like, that's more like it. Um, but we're forever looking at ways of increasing efficiencies in spaces. And yet we are also looking at designing hotels, which predominantly are empty for 70% of the day. No, yeah. That's not true. 50% of yeah. the day. Yeah. So... Why can't we think like this? We're, I mean, I think we are thinking like this and we're thinking about how we can join join the dots to make this sort of stuff happen. But our biggest, our biggest challenge is trying to get our clients or um, any listening population to change the way they feel, change the way they think, mm-hmm. change the mindset, be a bit braver yeah. and actually buck the trend and say, look, that 10,000 square foot or thousand square meter restaurant space that you only use for five hours a day. What about the other twelve hours a day that you could use it for? Mm. What can we What can we do to 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 help you do that? And what impact might that have on the bottom line? So, the beauty of what we're doing um, at the moment is well, we're talking to. We're not just looking at design, and we're not just looking at how spaces can be designed. We're also looking at collaborating with different brands we're looking at collaborating with 
uh, with partners that can bring real value to this whole discussion. And all parties are interested in increasing their outreach to, to their clients and their outreach to their target audience none more so than hotel brands. Yeah, but I think it's also important to add that we're not just focusing on what happens in that space, but we're also looking at how it's operated and activated and marketed as well. Because I think these things, you know, you can have, we can have the greatest ideas in the world, we can form the the best collaborations, we can be really creative with the design of the space and the configuration, but we also have to have that commercial and operational and marketeer mindset that supports that as well. I think that's what that's what I love about our team is that we've got those different skill sets that we bring to the table that that look at it from those different angles and don't just come up with this huge blue sky thinking of this could be the most amazing hotel lobby if you did it like this. No, actually we're thinking practically as well. And creativity and practicality coming together. So it's really, you know, what we're saying is it's about us putting our money where our mouth is and proving that our ideas can work Mm. by introducing the correct brands and the correct routes to market and everything else. And it's about our challenge is finding clients brave enough to do this.